0: Before we start the show, I just want to thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps get our podcast in front of new listeners. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy this interview. Hi, welcome to a very special episode of Coffee Break with New York with I'm Julie Hoppeiser-Ilcovich. I'm the host of the show. And we are here tonight live at NYU at the Pfizer Auditorium and the Brooklyn campus talking about podcasting. So it's kind of like a meta conversation. We're having a podcast recording to talk about podcasting. <laughs> but the goal of tonight's conversation is kind of podcast 101. So to bring you all, our guests who will introduce themselves, to think about the messaging. You know, if I'm listening to this podcast, and I want to start a pod, and I want to start my own podcast. asking myself where do I start and we're hoping that everyone will get the information that they want from this conversation. So the first thing I want us all to do is introduce ourselves. I want you to introduce yourself, say what your show is. Everyone on this panel is a podcast host and um, a little bit about what your show is about. So you know what what the themes are, what you're talking about, and then because our podcast is called Coffee Break, we always talk about coffee, so (laughs) talk about your favorite coffee drink of choice. Um, Everyone on the panel is also a student, so I'm assuming you need some source of caffeine. If it's not coffee, you can talk about a different source of caffeine. That's acceptable too. Um, So we'll just go in order, so who you are, what your show is, and about your coffee drink of choice.
1: Yeah, definitely, so my name is Kelly Drake. Uh, My show is called Theater in the Sound. It is a radio drama podcast we also broadcast on the FM radio through WNYU, which is NYU's student run radio station. You can tune in on WNYU.org or 89.1 FM if you're in the Tri State area. Great, awesome. awesome. Coffee drink? Coffee drink. <laughs> okay, my coffee drink of choice is cold brew with lavender syrup and oat milk. That sounds delicious. It is delicious. And specific. Yeah. <laughs> can you get that on campus?
0: Or you have to? No, no, I make my own. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of, of follow up
2: questions <laughs> later for that. Okay. Stone. My podcast is Color Me Nerd. I like to say it's the intersection between nerd culture and people of color. Um, so I usually talk about the overlaps between the two um, and basically how we contribute to uh, nerd culture as a whole. Yeah, love it. And I guess my coffee drink. a I don't like coffee, so I drink matcha with oat milk, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all transitioning to oat milk on this side. <laughs> <laughs> so this side of the city.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm your, um, Oh, yeah, and I'm uh, Michael
4: O'Lookin. Okay. And we host um, The Passion Project, which is a weekly podcast where we bring our new guests to them to like, talk about where their passion is, inspirations, police, and like, just getting to it's a very casual kind of like life type thing. Um, and Michael and I co host with two other people, Lainey Alyssa. Shout Um And we listening at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better be listening, actually. Yeah, it's a lot of fun just because it's. Great to just get like such a diversity of people from like different backgrounds and different interests and just kind of exploring how they fell in love with what they love to do and then how they're succeeding in it or also like trying to succeed in it, like and recently at least in the past like like ten episodes. Like it's been really great to see people who have like, a blend of passions or just like have like like in two radically different fields and are trying to like, kind of combine them in a way or just exploring them at the same time. And we've had a very wide range of people. So we've had like a stand-up comedian, an architect, we've had like this person who was a uh, actually Kelly was on uh, one of uh, the promotion. <laughs> promotion. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. Um we had a uh, we had this person who was like a, a relatively famous like gay porn star, and he's also a ballet dancer, and he's like a restaurant worker in like Tetrach restaurant. Um so it's a huge
3: range of people. That's um great. I think I, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kind of started by Guru, I'm a co-host. I was kind of built as the comic relief one. (laughs) Mild, yeah. Mild, varying levels of success. Uh, Yeah, and we just kind of have a chat in a basement room or someone's apartment. Very low-key, low-tech. Awesome. Just talking.
0: Coffee drinks of choice.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I actually don't drink coffee. so I drink juice, my juice, <laughs> also with oat milk, no, <laughs> uh, I actually drink orange juice, like, just at all hours of the day, like, I'll be, like, doing homework at, like, 2 in the morning, and then I'll be, like, it's Tropicana time, uh, but, yeah, I, I'm a juice guy. Just a juice guy. Yeah. Gives you the
0: energy. I'm actually,
4: Sugar. Like, um, Sugar. the, uh, doctor. Uh, I've actually had 2 a.m. Tropicana yeah. with my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm actually such a fanat like in high school I didn't really eat breakfast my dad would just like, be, like get a granola bar and orange juice every morning so I would just walk in with a card of Tropicana and it got so like intertwined with just like my aesthetic that like people would get concerned if I like, didn't bring orange juice one morning um, aside from that I also love hot chocolate oh yeah so there's that
0: that's great I learn a lot because I talk to people about their coffee drinks of choice. I have learned to analyze people, so I'm definitely judging each other's coffee. And if you guys want to also share all your coffee drinks of choice, then you know I can do um, an audience analysis as well. But it says a lot about you, so think about it.
5: Oh wow! puts a lot of pressure on you. I know. know. So nervous. Oh, the okay. yeah. um, so I'm Anuka Seti. and I'm Jordan Powell and our podcast is called WOC Making It Big. Pizzazz. Yeah. <laughs> is Pizzazz part of the title? No. Oh, okay. Just Pizzazz.
6: your... I love it. We just quirky. like to add that in. So yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, so our podcast is about our experiences of being women of color and going to NYU and trying to like navigate the theater scene and also to, like being women in the city. And so it's about document- documenting <laughs> <laughs> our, um, journey. Our, yeah, our journey to making it big. And something that we yeah. talk about a lot on the podcast is like the idea of making it big and how like, it always changes for us. And it's like not one single thing. Like
5: it's not one big giant end goal because we're constantly achieving new things and we're constantly changing what our version of making it big is.
0: Yeah. I so, yeah, Awesome. Coffee. What you both said. On will count of three. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three. Ice caramel macchiato.
6: <laughs> it's so basic, but also so good. Yeah, and
5: like anything we drink from anywhere has caramel in it. Really <laughs> because our orders at
0: Dunkin' is also the same. Yeah. I picture yeah. you guys recording and just having like uh, one of those like things of caramel sitting next to the macchiato. I know a new, new tradition. Thing, <laughs> Starts tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll go the other way around. Um, you all talked about what your podcast is, but briefly, how did you start it? So how did you either get the idea, which some of you have talked about a little bit, and then actually like do it, like jump into it? What were the steps to that if you want to go? You guys will start first.
5: We talk a lot about what it means to be a woman of color in playwrights and in New York in general, um, because kind of the feeling of being a theater artist in New York is like you constantly have to be doing something, um, and everyone is always doing something, and we were just talking about how it seems really difficult for us sometimes being women of color, Um, and then we were like, wait, we want to do a podcast, we talk about this a lot, which a lot of people that go to NYU and don't go to NYU can relate to. There we go. Yeah, and I remember when we first like thought of it, I was like, oh, this is something, it's limiting. Like we can't, There's not that many
6: episodes that we create, mm-hmm. but then we really thought about it. Yeah. And I feel like every day we're like, oh, that's a good idea for an episode. Yeah. But it's so, the problems that we come up against are s- plentiful. Like, there's, always <laughs> yeah, there's, <something laughs> there's always something that happens. For better or for worse, yeah. right? Wouldn't yeah. Like, yeah. it be
0: great if you only had one episode of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> All
5: right.
0: Yeah, like a lot of times
5: we'll be having conversations and then we'll be like, wait, stop. We need to record <laughs> this. <so laughs> right we to dash <finish> this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll be like, never mind. We'll continue this conversation when we record. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And why did you? You said you. And this is kind of a question for everyone. You said we wanted to start a podcast. So you know, podcasting it isn't new, but I think big picture, like the popularity obviously is new, and it being kind of an easy point of entry just based on technology is new. Why? Why did you want to do it as a creative outlet? Just something fun to do, like as a platform for yourselves, so a lot of performers, like. What was kind of the, the inspiration, motivation? I honest? honestly
6: think it was just something fun to do, and I personally, and Anuka also, we love listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and so I always listen to a podcast, and I'm like, oh, that'd be so much fun to do that, like, but I can't do it, I don't yeah. have anything to offer, like, why would people listen to me?
5: It always seems like something that's far away from us. Like, mm-hmm. I I think both of us actually got into podcasts a lot right before we started off and we love to talk, so like we love to talk. Why not? And we like, I don't know, it's just that I think it happened at a time where a lot of the factors like mushed. Like we were listening to podcasts, we realized right. like we
0: had a lot to talk about, like all the stuff kind of just came, fell into place at the right time, I think. Perfect storm, perfect timing. Yeah. And I bet you all like to talk. I love to talk. <laughs> 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 I think you have to. <laughs> when, um, anyone else have a different reason that they wanted to start a podcast other than basically they just like, like podcasts or wanted to hear themselves talk. You don't have to volunteer if that's you. <laughs> or felt like you
2: had something to say, right? And you needed a platform for it. Um, I guess me. Uh so like I said mine is all about nerd culture and I guess um, the way I got into it, I was at E3, which is a video game expo in California, and all the major companies kind of show their video games or like what's coming up in the next few years. And the, com- this communication guy who worked for E3, at least I hope he did, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> came, up he yeah. came up to my best friend and I and was like, Hey, as you can see, um, this convention mainly consists of like white men. We want to get the perspective of two women of color. And I was like, oh wow and then like as he was like asking me the questions for this interview I was like shoot these aren't things that I hadn't thought about myself and I was like I should create like a podcast where I kind of talk about like you know the struggles and like um how like because we're never really asked these questions and I feel like in a community where people of color are like really involved um they're never looking at us for like our opinions or our thoughts so I was like do it. And my aunt was like, before I even told her I was going to do it, she was like, you should start a podcast. You have so mm-hmm. many weird opinions about all these things, and you should definitely do it. I was like, I'm, I'm way ahead of you. And so, <laughs> I she, love yeah, it. and then she, she like, pushed me to do it, and she, like, had a mic ready for some reason. And she was like, excuse me, this, I have a Yeah, um, she, <laughs> she, like, she was like, I have a Yeti mic. Here you go. And, and yeah, and then I started it, and here I am.
0: I love it. Yeah, I think it's for those listening at home, like just kind of to bring it all together. I think that's the space also, like the podcasting space, you'll have very unique shows. Um it feels probably very crowded for a lot of people when you're like look even at Apple Podcast. you're like, oh my god, there's five thousand comedy podcasts. Like mine didn't add anything. But both of your stories and a lot of the stories of podcast creation, it's you like going through your life when you find something, you're like, I wish someone was talking about that, and that's essentially you know, <laughs> you're like, oh wait, I can talk about it. you know, and then you can create it. Um, okay, you guys are gonna talk about your origin story.
4: Yeah. Um, well, it's, so like, this goes like way back. So like, <laughs> in uh, I there's a version of the passion project that I did in high school actually, yeah. in my senior year, um, and I started for like kind of some reasons that I brought back in college, but it was essentially that i just i less about like i like to talk more just like i like to listen to other people and i just think there's such a i'm just fascinated by what interests others and like why like like for me like i'm in we're both in dramatic writing like we both love film and television and like, I like i'm like i'm so like deadly passionate about it I and mean, then but then also just hearing like who has like the same level of passion but for like comedy or for like marine biology or for like, um uh, like uh, marketing uh i just wanted to kind of like put a spotlight on I guess what isn't normally talked about like in terms of like what interests people um and I just think like also um, uh, sometimes like I also like write for <laughs> watch stories which is and I guess, like the paper and there's always talks of like what's like relevant now what are the big names and whatever which makes sense for like the newspaper but I often like to I guess my mantra of like the past product has always
3: been like there's extraordinary story behind every ordinary person
4: um, and that's why like we don't ever like, like uh even like, like back then even now like we don't think yeah. about like oh what's like their following and like, it like, like like how big are they or celebrities it's really just about getting to talk to people and exploring why they love what they do and i also think about like in terms of an audience like i know that not every single person is a type because not every single passion interests every single person but it's it's nice that we can kinda of tap into all these niches and there is someone out there who does love architecture
1: or does love psychology
4: or does love like um, branding and communication or cooking, um, and they'll find that oh like no one has really talked about this before but I found one episode that they did talk about it and I loved it and I love hearing why they love it or it's also like especially for like the like you know our primary audience, is gonna be NY students or like, just college students? and this is a very formal time for people who like are trying to figure out what they love. So I also think it's nice that people can kind of listen to this and see how other people came to um, like, came to choose whatever field they're in or had to balance like multiple things or trying to combine them. We like just recorded an episode recently about, which hasn't come out yet, but like it's someone who's a, a neuroscience major and he also does acapella, like he loves music and he just recently, major in, like, double major in music, um, and it's, like, amazing, like, what he's accomplishing and, like, how he's gonna, like, make his thesis as like, a combination, so, um, that's, yeah, that's yeah, so, way, like, and also, like, I it with my friends, and, like, we recorded, like, every Saturday, last semester is when I started, we recorded, like, every Friday, so it's just nice that, like, I have something to, like, look forward to at the end of the week, it's just, like, a casual talk with friends for, like, an hour, hour and a half. Um,
3: and it's, as Michael was saying, very like, low-key, low-tech type thing. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't go <coughs> quite as far back as Guru. Um, <laughs> I was one of the friends he brought along. Uh, we we're both in the same major of dramatic writing and sophomore year of, uh, you know, we like to talk to each other. We're good pals. So we would always have, like, really long conversations, just kind of like they would start in one place and then they kind of, like, oscillate to, like, all these different weird places and like uh yeah and we just started talking about like oh we should, you know how every college is like we should do a podcast like everyone wants to hear what we're saying right now <laughs> <but laughs> this
0: is a very modern thing yeah <coughs> yeah it's, yeah, like,
3: it's a very like, modern a lot
0: two years. Every college student is, like, it's like it's the up. new
3: starting a band
1: like
3: that's
0: exactly it
3: but yeah um and Guru was like, oh, well, I did this podcast when I was in high school. It was called The Passion Project. Like, We would interview people like about their passions. And, you know, that seemed pretty interesting to me. So I decided to join Good Pal Guru, start having a chat with people. Uh, we just started going to, like, the Bobst basement, which is, like, the library on campus. Uh, we would get a study room, and then just, like, on a phone, we'd all just kind of talk around and... Uh, we would start like by asking people about their passions and then we kind of like have like a free-flowing conversation Kind of like not trying to like push it somewhere, but like asking like questions organically like as they come up So yeah, we just kind of like to see how everyone's doing Yeah,
0: I love it. I, I love the idea also like yeah, the reason can just be you want to sit in a room and talk to your friends And like it's a fun activity and a reason to get together like that's as legitimate of a reason to start a podcast <laughs> as anything else <laughs>
4: Yeah um, and it, also like, going off like the free point conversation, it's like pretty incredible like where we end up with the person that we hour, like sometimes and the one that like really like where I just, it kinda like hit me was like like she was pretty early on, like I think in episode three there was someone who came on who like she loves sports and journalism and like sports journalism. Um and then uh, she's also like a woman of color, so then in the conversation eventually like inspired them to like, oh like how are like women uh in, like treated in sports, like anything in like, general the kind of like sports politics of that. And then the next episode, it was the like, one who like uh, loves cooking, and then he always like, yeah, yeah, like talked about as a dish or master chef. Um, and then it like spiraled into like, what are the politics of the food industry or like morals and ethics of like not supporting certain like restaurants and brands. And like, it's amazing how like something that can start really small, just like, oh, I just like doing this thing, and then putting whatever, the, like, I guess it's taking like, like, kind of like going micro or macro every time, or just like,
0: Like, hear about a podcast series, right? And I go and I subscribe to it, or sometimes I'll just be like, Oh, I really like this person, or this is you know, either a celebrity or an expert or something. And then I'll just search Apple Podcasts and find like one episode of one podcast that they're on and only listen to that and never listen to it again. So I think it's an interesting model where it's like someone might subscribe, but a lot of people might also find your show because you know, every episode is kind of its own universe yeah um and that's like as we are planning and thinking about creating a show like those are two ways you can do one or the other or do both so we heard about the origin how you started with your aunt and her microphone Um, okay so kelly tell us about how you came up with the idea and how you actually got it started
1: yeah so my origin story is quite different from everyone else up here Uh, i was already working at wnyu doing news reporting and i really liked that my major is media and communications. And I was taking a class called History of Media and Communications. And so having worked in radio, I was really excited to learn about radio. I mean, I knew that it was important historically, but I didn't really know much about it. But I thought radio was cool. It was like this like vintage, antique kind of thing that I was <laughs> participating in. Um, and then I started to learn all about radio. And we got to pick up a, a, like a topic for a project that we were going to do, an individual project. And I decided to do mine on Orson Welles' famous broadcast, War of the Worlds, uh, 1938. And I was just hooked. I mean, I listened to the broadcast. I did all the research about, you know, did people really go crazy and think that aliens were actually invading the world? No, they didn't. It actually ended up, uh, what I found was that uh, the newspapers at the time were competing with radio as like the primary news source to the general public. And so the newspapers took that radio broadcast of War of the Worlds and uh, spun it to try to discredit radio as a source for news. Interesting, That's yeah. And so I looked at the story of War of the Worlds from H.G. Wells' original um, that was serialized in a magazine back in London in like the 1800s. Um, and I like looked at it across all these different platforms and tried to figure out why radio was the platform that made this story take off and, and make waves. Um, and that whole process, I mean, I looked a lot about how radio drama is interesting, because when you go see a movie or you read a book, you are inviting yourself into this space that creates a world separate from your own. But the reason why this whole thing happened with the radio broadcast was because people weren't actively participating in this new world. Um, Orson Welles was creating this world that they could just happen to tune into on their, on their, their dials and their cars. Um, so I loved the idea of creating a world that people could step into. For me, it was kind of the same as reading where you can't see it, but you can imagine it, and you're, you're given just enough to like, process it on your own, but you're still given that freedom as an audience to be creative and participate in the story. Um, and so I was just kind of hooked, and without even thinking about it, I was like, I work at the radio station, we have a bunch of microphones there, I'm gonna do a radio drama. And it was gonna be just me, I was gonna look for scripts, and I was gonna find actors, and I was gonna record, and like that was not happening. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was someone who didn't know anything about anything, and I was just like, okay, this script looks good, and okay, let's get in the studio, and where's the record button, and how do I do this? Um, and so slowly I got more and more people on board um, who were all really passionate about storytelling, um, and we just kind of went for it. I have a, a head of literary who she reads all of our scripts, because apparently, as I've learned, that every script that you get isn't just ready to go right away. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I mean, also the FCC says we can't swear, so that's a big one, It's editing out swear words. Um, and making visual cues, auditory cues. Um, So those are interesting things that I learned about in the script editing process. And then I learned about casting and how it's not just like, okay, well like that person's voice sounds fine. So sure they can play this character because like the, the difference in pitch in someone's voice or tone like changes how they play a character, you know? It's different than casting for visual, but it's still really intricate and important. Um, and then I had no idea of, like the difference between different models of microphones or like, how to turn them on. Like, there's no on switch on a lot of these nicer microphones, you know? Um, so I'm like, you just plug it in, that's it, and then what? Like, you know? uh, and so I had some technically inclined people, technologically inclined people. Um, some of my good friends are music tech majors. So they were helping me set up my recording sessions and then do the post-production, which was sound designing and dialogue editing. And it just kind of took off. I mean, as I realized that I didn't know how to do something, I found someone close to me, but also who was passionate about storytelling, who was like, yeah, I'll help you do that, of course. Um, and then it just kind of spiraled and grew. But it all started with course and lost. That's awesome. and its I mean, that is a genre
0: I see more and more of, or like fiction podcasts. I mean, yeah. there's some really famous ones, but I just hear a lot of it. Or even podcasts where people are doing more of like the conversational style, but they're playing fictional characters, like not yeah. scripted. So I think it's interesting and it's exciting to kind of like, especially, like just be able to think creatively around it, yeah. right? I mean, you all have very different shows, even if some, some of the models kind of are the same, but um, I think it's great to hear about how to also create a scripted yeah. drama. I mean, um, when you
1: said before that we might feel inundated by there's so many other podcasts right. out there, there's not much audio fiction going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you see is audiobooks, right, right. that are fictional stories that have already been written. But, like, to get really into world building and sound design yeah. and, like, character distinction and even mixing in binaural and all these different things, there's not many podcasts out right. there that are doing that or at least doing mm-hmm. it well. Right. When it's harder, right? It's, it's just that yeah. barrier
0: entry the Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do it. Oh, That's you listening. can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Oh, you, you can, can do it. For That's sure. Great. Stick to your story. That's my biggest, <laughs> my biggest piece. Six-year story. I love it.
0: You talked a little bit about, you know, you're using Mm -hmm. equipment, the equipment that you're using. What are you all using to record (laughs) your podcast? (laughs) Um, I think that also, I just, I don't know, when I started this podcast, it was like, seems, not that I'm not a professional podcaster, but it seems scary, like, to be like, I don't know, and you kind of alluded to it as well, like, the audio technology, but everyone just kind of does it, jumps into it, so what are you using to record, and then what are you doing, like, do you edit? Are you, how do you host it? Like, I think that's also the thing, you're like, how does anyone hear this thing? So what are the rest of you doing, whoever wants to start? Yeah. We uh,
4: we just record on my phone, Great, um, Love it easy. Yeah, great. it's like it's funny too because like the first episode we did, we like asked the, the guest um, like said he would bring his microphone, and we're like, okay, great, we'll start off great we'll use the bar over time, and he forgot it. Um, <laughs> and then and then at, at that point, it was like I'm just not gonna like wait another week to do this right. like, podcast. So he was like, "Just go to my phone because I've used it in the past for um, interviews, like for the newspaper, and it's like, oh, this sounds fine." Uh and then since then I've just like been like, we, we don't need to change that. Um and then after recording it on like my phone, like um I run through a little audition just to like clean up background of this Um and then one of the actually one of the latest, like going back like, things we did to like get it up and running, um, we one of my friends is in Clive Davis as a Tish, so he's like a musician and like he had a lot of so I reached
1: out to him if like we could
4: use some of it for like an intro outro. Um so basically like I run it through audition, I put an in intro outro, and then like that's basically it. And then what we started off on was um uh SoundCloud, was like our host, um and it still is. Uh and then like down the line we like we wanted to like, expand to different platforms. We were just really weren't sure how. But there's also another thing. I feel like the internet is like incredibly deceiving about like podcasts. Yes. Or, like one had to start a podcast, had to expand your podcast. And I remember like finding an article being like, "This is all the things you need to like start your podcast." And it was like buy like eight hundred dollars worth of equipment. Right, and that's kind Ooh. of
0: like makes it very scary. Yeah, you know? um, and yeah.
4: then like uh, for the like, I just found out that like. Also, like, they make um like the Spotify, Apple like their requirements or like trying to get it on like they sound really difficult. So it took me like two days, um, which is basically like if you go on SoundCloud, like they give you your own RSS feed, um, and then you just like submit that to Spotify and Apple, and then we met their audio requirements, uh, audio quality requirements, and then we were approved in like two days. So now we're like like Spotify, Apple. Um, and then for SoundCloud, to like, so it, it's like, it is a musician's platform, um, which I realized, so our episodes generally trail to like an hour long, um, and like you have to start paying after like three hours worth of content. Um, so by episode three, you're like, oh shit. Um, start <laughs> so I like, do
0: You can swear. uh, (laughs) Every single guest ever, actually, my editor just said to me today, she's like, I think it's hilarious
1: every time someone's like,
0: can I swear on this podcast? Yeah. The The, the FCC
1: has conditioned it out. Yeah. You're not allowed to (laughs) swear because the rest
4: of you, can swear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's just like $15 a month split between four people. Um, And then that's like put on to like different platforms, um, which is like great. But yeah, I think like it's really like, I don't know. Like, people just have a misconception sometimes of like how easy it is to like start it and then get it like, spread everywhere.
0: So. hundred percent. No, I love that. That's the story because it takes like five, it can take. five minutes like recording on your yeah. phone. I've had a crisis with like my microphone didn't work and I recorded an episode on my computer. Just I didn't even have a microphone. Like literally, opened the laptop and had to record into it and it was like sounded fine. Like we do not yeah. need expensive. Um, what are you using to record? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, your aunt's mic. Your aunt's mic. Sorry, your aunt's microphone. What? Your aunt's no, not <laughs> your no. 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 like, aunt's yes microphone. Your aunt's yes. yes microphone. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, saying, like,
2: <laughs> I feel like I'm about to like contradict everything you just said. Um, because for me, I was like, it was actually the hardest part was just sitting down and recording. Um, and like I said, I was in Delaware. It was like over break, and like she had the mic, um, and I used it. It was great. It was a Blue Yeti mic, so mm-hmm. the quality was pretty good. Um, and I just it on anchor and anchor basically did all the work for me which was amazing because i was like wait where do i even like upload this and they were just like okay just upload it and we'll send it to other platforms and then like and like i just think in a few days i was like on everything um and actually because i didn't keep her mic she has it when i came to nyu i actually record in Guardian co-op, which is just like an area where we have like computers and like um, Audio recording booths and wow, they also have great. yeah, they have also use like Blue Yeti um, Blue Yeti mics as well And they have like audacity um, So you can edit your audio and like I just book it for like three hours and do my recordings there That's great. that You have that resource. Yeah, it's and it's completely free. So I don't have to like Buy any of the software or like awesome. the mics or anything like that which is pretty great and Anchor I'm glad you mentioned mm-hmm. Anchor so
0: Anchor is a great resource I mean it's a podcasting startup and they'll do it for you I know actually I think I'm pretty sure even in New York for non-students that they have space recording space that you can mm-hmm. rent if you're part of their network um, so that's another yeah. thing is like if you don't if you don't want to do it all yourself or you want to be you know and then eventually I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. in the future they'll try to monetize your podcast it yeah. only be yeah, to you yeah because you
2: can also do that as well like add um, ads yep. and get paid for it um, which I don't think I'm quite there yet, but you know, hopefully down the line, like I, I hopefully I get to that point. And they even allow you to like add music, which obviously isn't like the best, because like really cheesy music, right. is on. Um, but you know, for now, it, like does the job. So, yeah. yeah. I think the
0: music like kind of sometimes just like makes a it. Like, it just, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's so silly. It yeah. makes it. And how about you? You all, what are you doing to record?
6: We kind of have the same
5: experience of like being low budget. Yeah. We <coughs> would, when we decided we wanted to stop, we were just kind of like. We do right. do yeah. um, And then we have one of our friends who's also in playwrights good. with us. We knew he had a mic. We mentioned our idea to start podcasting. He's like, I have a mic you guys can borrow. Um, his okay. name's Zane. He, Shout we, out to Zane. We yeah, Zane. We <laughs> now call Zane our sound. What? Sound? NG guys. I, it's your yeah. Sound. yeah. <laughs> it's Zane our sound guy. It's Zane our sound guy. Yeah. Um, and he has a blue yes yeah. mic too. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we like to record in the third north, which is one of the NYU um, residence halls for freshmen, that's where I lived last year, so they have like a basement um, music practice room area, and when we started, we were like, yeah, that's like soundproof, it's not soundproof. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> um, but we were like yeah let's just record this so it was us to Zane, and his, his mic. mic and he like did all the techie stuff and was like so you can speak now and he like adjusts it so <laughs> like oh, okay yeah <laughs> like Jordan does a whole ASMR thing while he's setting it up um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was how we first started recording it in terms of like how we recorded it and then post-production we also have a friend in music tech. Um, we used to go to playwrights. We'd transfer it out, and um, we were like, "Hey, his name's Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. We love Cameron. <laughs> we love Cameron." <laughs> um, we were like, "Hey, Cameron, want to help us?" And he was like, "Yes." Um, so once Zane like uploads the raw footage, footage, recording, um, to our like Google Drive. Google Drive. Cameron takes that and like edits it, adds in um, music we have a little jingle like he created, um and then he uploads it back onto our google drive and then we download it and then we use Buzzsprout as our like podcast host which like does the blog for us as well like sends it to um apple Podcasts and spotify um yeah. It's, yeah. We it's basically... very low budget and like... Yeah. I, don't I don't
0: think it's low budget. you can't. Like no, you can't. No, you can't. that like, you got
3: Yeah. It's really like,
6: it's become now <laughs> like ritual yeah, It's like It's a Sunday mornings, uh, like we do the podcast It is Zane sits in the corner and like <laughs> we, <laughs> we <laughs> huddle around the mic. <laughs> Like drinking tea and yeah, like it's it's like with our little notebook with our little notebook like it's notebooks. now ritualistic and that's just yeah like
5: I think added. it started off with us just being like I don't know how to do this so this is how we're gonna do it and then now
0: we've just realized like that's what works for us and we love it so much that we're gonna keep doing it yeah yeah I I think that um, it's funny even even mm-hmm. I mean. Here at NYU, there are a lot of people who like want to, who are involved in the arts or would be interested in this really professionally. But I think also just if you want to start a podcast, it's exciting to people. Like ask your friends yeah. to help. Like I think it's fun yeah. to build a team, right? And I
1: wanna I wanna actually mention like college radio, like our show is very high production value because of all the resources that the radio right. station yeah. has given us. So if you're a student, look to your college radio station um, just as a piece of advice. But as an adult, well, I guess. You're a <laughs> dog. Yeah. I don't know if you <laughs> count. Like I'm, like yeah. I'm like halfway oh, yeah. there. Right? You I seem buy, like a dog. I had to buy a fork the other day. So <laughs> I don't think I should count. I, I had to like, buy bowls bowl. and cups. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Those <laughs> are
0: adult things
5: you <laughs> have to buy. I think yeah, like
1: exactly.
0: That's, that's if you have to buy something, it's boring. It's an adult thing. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: Yeah. Um, but if you're if you are not in college. Chris, Um, A good place to look is your public radio station, your local public radio station. A lot of times they have equipment and studios that doesn't get used all that much because radio is a dying platform, Um, but revamping your local radio station with pitching a podcast to them, or even just saying, "Hey, can I use your space? Um, In New York City, I mean, NPR is the public radio station, which is a little. Trickier. <laughs> um, I I'm from New Jersey and we have a fellow radio station in right. town. Or even like, you know, I know someone who to, who lives in Vermont and this summer she went to Vermont Public Radio and actually had her hired her as an intern because she was like, Yeah, I would be interested in doing podcast type things. Yeah. So that's a good resource as well. Like, look for places where it exists because there are places um, and they can help significantly increase like you know the quality of your of your podcast. That's awesome right. advice. That's great advice.
0: Yeah, I think all of this is like there are so many I don't want to say they're excuses, but seeming like barriers to entry feel very scary. Like, oh, I don't have the equipment. I don't have the time. We'll talk a little bit about time in a second. Like, I don't have the technological expertise, but all of you just jumped in and like either brought in a friend or figured it out or just like made it up until, you know, I mean, there are obviously professional podcasters and we see podcasting networks, but there are a lot of people just recording podcasts like in their basement and a lot of times, when you if you look at the big picture, like you're not really differentiating sometimes between those. Like there's not necessarily a huge gap. Um, so I love all these stories because I feel like anyone listening could just jump right in. I also will say something that's probably not a popular opinion, but like you all go to a quiet a quiet space like a basement. You have resources. Our podcast we we'll record we're recording it here clearly, but um, we also you know I interview. Uh, media professionals, women in communications usually, and they're very busy and sometimes have like an hour, so I go to their office and it's not always quiet and sometimes that's okay too, like depending on just saying that kind of out loud, like we'll often it's New York Women in Communications, we'll hear the sounds of the city and like it kind of adds like a nice layer, so if you're not like, I can't sit in complete silence, (laughs) I don't want it to be like, don't do it! Um, So just kind of thinking of that as well, but it's amazing the resources you all have, I mean I think that it's it's incredible. From a time perspective, I'd love to hear like how much. I mean, Kelly's yeah. probably the most. Kelly, this is probably a little bit different. But like, how much time are you spending in terms of you all have busy schedules? You're also students, and some of you probably have all kinds of other things going on. Like, in terms of planning, and you know, the actual recording is maybe an hour or two hours. I'd love to hear about that too. But like, what's the big picture, and how do you fit it into your schedules?
1: Yeah, so again, my story is going to be very different from everyone <laughs> Um So my production, uh, c- counting the number of people who have worked on it, we have like 15, 16 sound designers. We've worked with 12 writers, um, 13 now. Uh, we've worked with over 50 voice actors, um, and I'm kind of in charge of all that. But it's achievable. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't achievable. So a great way, if you have this grander vision for you know something that is – it's a, it's, a, it's a production. Um, is we have department heads. Like, this is all made up by me, and no one gets paid. It's all real students working to build our portfolios. Um, hopefully, one day, I get paid for it, but <laughs> um, you know, I, we have department heads. We have a head of literary, and she reads all of the scripts, but then she also has people who she sends the scripts to, and she has too many to read or to get a second opinion. Um, so that way, when the script comes to me, it's pretty much done. Or sometimes it doesn't even need to go across my desk before it gets approved because she's doing all that work. Um, I do a lot of the casting and scheduling actors um, to get into our sessions. To, uh, I coordinate time with the studio schedule, the actor schedule, our engineer schedules, and my schedules, as well as a director. Um, sometimes that ends up being me. Um, but, so that's mainly what I do. And then uh, we have kind of like a whole sound team uh, with like team leaders, there's four of them, and they teach people who are new to it. They also do check-ins with our sound designers who are taking on projects that, you know, they just kind of, we, we give full projects to to sound designers. And we'll say you have a month to do the dialogue, edits, the sound design and the mixing on this session. Um, and so there's a lot of hours that go into each episode, but it's divided across so many people. Um, so personally for me, a lot of it is emails um, waiting for people to respond, and it can kind of just be whenever I can work on it, I'll work on it, um, and, you know, it's it's totally manageable, especially because it has to be to work, right, like, I can work on it whenever I want to, and so it just happens whenever it can, um, but yeah, I mean, definitely, there are more hours that go into to the show in a week than I sleep a week, right. but it's because everybody is taking on those hours minute by minute, and right. it's, it's person to person. That's great. Yeah. yeah, it's a
0: good. Even if you want to make a bigger show, like you can build a team. Like we're yeah, about. yeah, so, and yeah. like
1: having good people on board makes it so much better. I mean, I don't feel like I have to be involved in the reading the scripts or in the post production because I trust the people who are there. Right. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Uh, so for me, like I said, I rent out the um, recording booth over at LaGuardia Co-op, and like I said, it's for three hours. and Usually, it's at night, so it's like usually from six thirty to nine thirty. Uh, I feel like this year my schedule isn't so bad, so I got pretty lucky. A lot of my classes like Monday, like Wednesday or Thursday, I only have like one class, so like I have like the whole day, and my mind is constantly racing. So like I'm, I feel like I'm planning every single day for my episodes, um, just because like I have so many like absurd opinions, and like even if I'm like playing video games with my friends and we just get into this weird discussion, I'm like I'm gonna talk about this on my (laughs) podcast. Everything is yeah, yeah, exactly. So like it's like i'm always planning so i feel like not so much time goes into planning because like i just feel like i'm always writing things down like i have a journal i bring with me everywhere because if i'm like oh i should talk about this and i'll write it down and kind of like hit all the points that i want go over um a lot of the time just goes into those three hours i don't like to make my episodes too long because it is just me so i usually go for like three, au- oh, not three hours 30 <laughs> minutes uh 30 to 40 minutes and you know i do that i'll I'll record twice, you know, like first time if I'm like yeah, and the second time because I'm a perfectionist, so I like for it to like you know be okay, and then I'll like edit it. I don't do too much editing because I'm I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just like literally as I go, I'll go on YouTube and like Google, up. okay, how do I like even out the sound? And then they'll tell me how to do it, and I'll do it. <laughs> and then um, yeah, and then usually by like 9:30 I'm out, and then I wait till Sunday to uh, upload it. So it's just you, you're yeah, doing it. just yeah, you don't. Have- uh-huh. Uh, Yeah, probably
4: varies a little bit between Michael and I, just because I have to do some editing. Um, But I'd say generally speaking, I spend probably like two and a half hours, including (laughs) the recording, um, for the passion project. Um, And I think like the other, so it probably takes me like 30 minutes to like edit it, which is really just like doing some minor audition work and putting it Every episode after it's recorded because we want the title of the episode to be a quote from the show because just no funny in that way. <laughs> um, so that's really where the other hour comes from. And then I think amongst like the four of us, um, it is kind of difficult to nail down a specific time. Uh, so we like kept it going through the summer. So what happened was that like, there was like the other Melissa, Michael, and myself last spring. And then we always get like every Friday at some varying time, usually around like four or five. Sometimes it depended on when the guest was available too. And then over the summer, uh, Michael went back went back home, but then me, Alyssa, and another friend, lady was here. Uh, so the lady kind of like was like a too, and then she became part of the official team. And over the summer, like everyone's schedule was going even more like weird. So it was a very fluid. Like when we would record. And then now that the school's started again, it's been a bit more like everyone's set up a bit more rigid. So we do like every Saturday, I like Saturday morning or Saturday evening, and then just record. And then every Sunday night, we like decide what the title's going to be and then we post it on Mondays. Um,
3: uh, yeah, it's pretty easy for me because I. And the co-host so like guru, guru, yeah <laughs> yeah. guru does most of the heavy lifting uh, i just kind of get to show up and be like the goofball and I'm like, I'm like all right uh see you in class <laughs> uh but yeah we we usually do like the podcast in one cut um we don't really do multiple takes we kind of just like go through for like an hour an hour 15 depending on like how long the conversation goes and then Guru does, like, a little minor stuff. Oh, I don't know if that's me. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, and, yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, Guru, like, adds the music. He does a little bit of editing stuff. We pick a title and then, like, we bust it. Yeah.
4: Actually, just to... Yeah, just add on to that, I don't ever edit for content. Like, okay. the, whatever you record is, is, is what it is. If the guest ever asks, like, from some sensitive thing, like... Um, I was going to do that but like I don't ever edit I only edit just for the sound quality um, and then also just in terms of, of, of like in terms of, like getting the guests I guess that's also like a little bit of also goes into the week right, okay. um, but yeah that's so the guests have all just been like referral based they've just been like friends or friends of friends um, and part of that is just also because of like we're trying to take, take into account like their comfortability because it's like it's like three and like now four people versus one um, so it was just making sure like they're as comfortable as possible to like go on for like an hour or more, um, and then we also I mean I don't know about Michael but like um, I don't do any research on the <laughs> <laughs> Um which is like a little bit deliberate um, because as I like I'll keep mentioning like so like I for like newspaper like that's something where like I do extensive research for like for the interviews but because for this you know, the, we're tending it to be more free flowing, a little bit unstructured. Um I'll at least personally all I really want to know is just like um what exactly they're gonna be talking about just so I can formulate some like preliminary questions in my head. But I really like to just go in and just like come up with questions like just through the natural flow of the conversation. Um do you have really
3: research Complete blank slate, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just kind of come in, uh, I check their name from, like, the group chat, and then I'm like, uh... <laughs> Do you know what
1: your passion is?
3: I Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm
0: okay. I'm not completely like, excuse blank... excuse me first question,
3: what's your passion? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I kind of just have, like, the base, like... Like I guess if you had like a profile of them, it was, like name, passion, maybe like a background thing about them, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> name, passion, <some> fun. <laughs> just an icebreaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I come in there kind of fresh. Uh, guru usually leads. Uh, we kind of. Gaze the room, see how like, how talkative he's feeling, how talkative <laughs> they're feeling. Uh, feel like
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: but, yeah. Um, um, there's always yeah. like, uh,
4: there's always just like a good, a good 10 minutes just like, report. Uh, before I- we start recording, and then suddenly we're just like, oh shit, we should like have been get- <laughs> getting all this. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I guess like, how an episode would go is like, I'll say the intro, which is into my memory at this point, and then I'll introduce everyone. And then the guests, and then there may be a short tangent, and then they say what their passion is. And then the only the only question I come in every time is just like, how did you fall in love with your passion? Like how did the passion originate? And then from there on it's just like whatever it comes. In.
0: Awesome. I I'm glad you brought up that you don't edit, because I think like a lot a lot of podcasts that I listen to. No one edits them and like it doesn't bother me. I think that's really, really it's like and I think a lot of times editing feels like the hardest parts like that just feels oh, like that's exactly. You feel like the barrier. Can't like can't I'm can't not gonna do
1: this if I have to edit it. Right? You're kindly <laughs> totally
4: editing. Yeah, can most of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like with the old passion project, what we did in the first episode, my co-host Derek and I were like, we, we felt like we had to edit it, so it was like taking out like any like ums, any filler words, any like pauses, and then it was just so time consuming. But then we also realized like. Why are we wasting ten minutes? If we take out a, like some on awesome pause and we have to like bridge the transitions together and just like make it sound as best, and then then it's like no one will really care no. because like I think
0: people like that conversa- exactly. Like, it's a real it's, conversation. Exactly, it
4: sounds like a normal conversation, and like for something like this, it's like that's what you're expecting. To right. To it, so yeah,
0: no, I think it's a great point that you don't have to edit it. How do you guys fit this into your busy schedules?
6: Um uh, <laughs> so I feel like we record probably two hours every seven like we're two hours maybe
5: an hour like, and <laughs> probably just start, We're probably in the room for two hours. Yeah, I would say we're in the room for two hours, but we actually our actual podcast is only like forty-five minutes to an hour. Um sometimes it's longer depending like sometimes we've had certain guests and the conversation's just been too good that we don't. Do um <laughs> And it's been a bit longer than that, but we try to keep it within 45 minutes to an hour. Um, but you know, there's fiddling like before and after, so I yeah, yeah. I guess
0: maybe two hours. Uh, maybe an hour and a half. Right. That's yeah. Like, yeah. More. But it takes two hours of your life, I guess is the point for the purpose of this conversation to, that like yeah. you're taking that time. Just um, you know. Yeah.
5: And then we like to prepare a lot for what yeah, we're going we talk talk to talk yeah. Um, about what we're going to talk about because if we have a guest, we like to come in with at least a few questions, a few mm-hmm. same, like using preliminary questions of what we think we want to talk to them about. Obviously, the conversation strays from that sometimes. Yeah, that's how conversation goes. Um, <laughs> but we also like to sometimes come in with certain projects that we want to talk about, like. We have segments in our podcast that yeah. we where we talk about like um, how we made it. Yeah, we have how yeah. we made it big this week. We have WOC that Blue, made it big, big this week, and then, then we have obsession corner. Yeah. So like <laughs> those three things, I think are the biggest things that we come prepared with before, mm-hmm. um, and we work on that separately so that we can tell each other in the podcast, even though we do live together. It's <laughs> 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 <So laughs> a lot <laughs> about what we're I like, hiding
6: your <Yeah>. And then separately, like, we will talk to each other, and so we know what the theme and, like, what we're talking about that week is, yeah. but then, like, we'll journal, and, like, we'll write down the points that we want to talk about, and then we, like, come together, and, like, listening to what girl wants to talk about, and how her experiences in different, like, are different from different mine, and then, yeah. yeah, and so I feel like... We really try to tell each other like we don't want to hear what the other person's gonna say before because we do want it to. We be want it to be organic, <laughs> and yeah. right? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. sound natural. Yeah.
5: And then um, I was gonna talk about how over the summer because oh we, my gosh, yes. yeah, we took a break right. over summer because obviously we weren't together. I live very far away. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Dubai, so <laughs> okay, time zones are a our, our thing. Um, but we wanted to talk about we talked about a lot, I should say, over the summer about what we wanted. To bring to this new season of our podcast um and i think that was very time consuming Like we yeah, talked a we lot, talked a lot. Sarah, and we planned like at least i want to say like seven eight episodes oh, yeah, like did. what we want to, like what topics we want to talk about and who we want to um interview and talk with so we can get ahead of the game get it done because once we're back at school we have no time <laughs> right no time at all yeah, that's also a good like piece of advice though you can plan it out when, when you're not doing it, it's right. a great time to plan it so that when you're in the heat of everything, it's a little bit easier yeah, and I mean, I
6: thought, like we were really sitting down and we were talking about like how this season, I feel like the first season we were just friends and we were just like, we were just having like, this fun. is fun yeah. <laughs> And then like, I came back home and I was talking to my mom and my mom was like, you have a platform, so you should like X, Y, Z. And I never <laughs> thought about it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then so Anuka and I were talking and it's like, we have a platform, like we have to like really think about and like cultivate what we're talking about and cultivate what our message yeah. is. And so that's what we really spent a lot of time talking about, and the, the certain topics that we wanted to cover, like the people that we wanted to hear from, and really... And the
5: people that we wanted to reach, to, because yeah. what we are talking about is something that a lot of people go through and a lot of people can relate to, and I think once we realized that, we were like, wait, it's not just us talking to each other, it's us talking to everyone, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, I also think one thing you said about
0: like having segments, like I think yeah. that makes podcast creation easier i mean I, I, sometimes it feels i don't know if you feel we have a lot of segments too and it's like sometimes i'm like oh <laughs> does anyone want to hear this again but people like that like yeah. kind of it's easier obviously to plan and then the audience knows what to expect so i think that's a great point that i wanted to call out like that's a way to plan if you want to have a podcast like you know maybe you do an interview but you also have a couple segments or things
1: you do
2: yeah can i add on to that actually because um, like i said i've Mainly focused on like nerd culture, so like anything from movies, video games, comics, stuff like that. My first episode, I talked about being a woman in gaming, and like I thought I was talking to like women in gaming or like just people who are more involved in nerd culture. But when my aunt listened to it, she was like, and you know, she watches the movie, but she's not like actively like. She was like, when you're talking about like always being questioned about like what you know or questioning like getting questioned about your experiences, it's like I could totally relate to that. And she was like, I'm not even a part of that community. Right. And I was like, I hadn't even thought about the fact right. that like, yeah. I'm not just I like, you know, it's not just people who are in like the nerd community that can relate yeah. to this, but like other women who are like in male, um, like you know, male yeah. dominant yeah. Um, areas or like communities where they're constantly being questioned about their experience or like whether or not they can do something. And so I was just like, whoa. Wow! Yeah. Like I actually yeah. have something here. Like I can't. Like it's not just like limited to the people who are who are who consider themselves nerds, but like right. people who are going through the same. And thing. when you're sitting by yourself in the basement or whatever,
0: it's very. I, I mean, it's hard for anyone like to understand. Like, oh yeah, this is beyond this because it yeah. just feels like small. Yeah. Then you're you know yeah. putting and it out I, there.
5: I think also that what you talk about, what we talk about, I'm sure there's things that we both like experience experience. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, similar, support. even though we're in like vastly different fields. No, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I think personally, in um, in my podcast, we also try to pick like we make like cute radio dramas. That's <laughs> we also make really heavy radio dramas yeah. about really important <laughs> topics. Um, and I think that like just listening to you guys. Talk about what you guys um, do. I think that I kind of try to do that as well because at first it was just kind of like, okay, we make cute radio dramas and like we have scripts and we just kind of work up with what we have. But then we looked at it. We were like, okay, no, like people will listen to fiction because they want entertainment, and so we can have a message in there. Um, And I'm queer, and so we like pick a lot of queer issues, and a lot of our scripts have these undertones of not like you know not being accepted and how we kind of handle that as characters, and so. You know, story it's all storytelling. It's you know, the same thing yeah. as you guys are telling stories is the same way as we're telling It talking. really is. So, yeah. yeah. It's great.
0: It's, it's very it's all like creative. I mean, there's a lot of threads, even like it feels yeah. very different. <coughs> are any of you marketing your podcasts? Are you doing anything? <laughs> oh no, okay, I got I got a reaction. Okay I used to like yeah.
5: coughing, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's another thing I forgot to, forgot to mention. Um, and something that is part of our podcast and the time that we take up is social media. Like mm-hmm. we weren't so good at it last semester. We weren't so we good at it. Like probably. we have, we have um a social media coordinator. I don't know. We work with her a lot, and like all three of us kind of do it now. Um, but Sophie, shout out Sophie. Um, the team. So where's the we team? Our team. team is literally just our friends. Like, right? it's so our, our team. team right? Right? Um, but. Uh, yeah, so she started doing a lot of it last semester, and now we're involved with it. So I think that's something we, we should, should be. It's our important. It is, brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so we do like to set aside a certain amount of time to like market mm-hmm. our episodes and like what's coming up, like this for example, things like that.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually it's just like just me, to be honest.
0: Postponed.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, like we hmm. all just. I think like what uh, at least Lane and I have been talking about a little bit is like trying to start like official social media channels. Um, and then the thing is like I think what I see sometimes happening is that people start social media like, their whole marketing brand thing before they even make something. And I see that a lot in um, at least in Tish where I was sold. Um, and it, it, it just gets on my nerves. Um, and I, I just mean people like people like talk more about what they are doing, especially doing it. Right. Um, so then, like, for the first, like, few weeks, I, like, really just wanted to be, like, a fun thing amongst friends. And, like, I didn't stress it media like, no one else did. We just wanted to, like, just put them out and, like... I mean, we do, like, the, like, promoting them on, like, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, but, like, um... I think we, like, we have, you know, we're on, like, at episode 20, so, like, it feels like now is, like, a good time to, like... <laughs> you guys so, are doing it. You're doing it. Yeah, thing. I feel like now is a good time to, like, actually, like, make, um like um, like a thing mm-hmm. out of it Right. i guess this like now having social media like as, as an official channel kind of helps like us branch out of just like our immediate followers and just us who are listening to us like all the time but just kind of like keep expanding our audience um and uh, yeah kind of going off with the previous conversation like i think we have like an interesting like like we have a platform as well but it's like weird in the sense of like, as you kind of said earlier, like every episode is kind of its own like universe, so we're like hitting up different niches all the time, um, and I guess like that's like another thing that I have been thinking about recently in terms of like how do we like, market the show, because it's like, it's not like, like the point of it is the fact that it's not like a specific type of guest every week, Um, so it's more just about like like the vibe of the conversation or also just like our like our own like post-chemistry like, like what makes it like fun and appealing to people um, but hopefully like in the coming weeks we have more like social media going on. Hopefully we social media by the time this episode
3: airs. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag it. We'll yeah. tag all the social media when this episode airs. I think marketing is like the hardest part. Especially when you get yeah, to the absolutely. end and you're like I did all the work, and I just do more work. Like I, like, I created the product, almost what you're saying. Like, I did the product, now I have to get it out there. And, I mean, it just depends on your goal, right? I mean, a lot of people are in podcasting to try to get sponsors, and, like, if it's just a creative outlet, do not necessarily need to market? Not necessarily. Like, I don't think it's a must.
1: Yeah, I mean, for our show, um, because we have sound designers and writers and actors and producers and, like, all these different people in different fields involved, a major point of the show, well, the point of the show at the beginning was, I want to make a radio show. Um, Which, like, very quickly evolved. And as it evolved, the point of doing the show kind of changed. Um, At first, it was just kind of, let's see how big and crazy we can get our radio dramas to be. And then we did some big, crazy stuff. And now we have big, crazy things on our resumes. Mm -hmm. And our voice actors have big, crazy things on their portfolios and their reels. Um, And so that kind of... We have a lot of talks, me and my creative team, about this. Where it's like, yeah, we should do marketing. and, And we would love to expand our audience because that would give you know, our actors and our sound designers that would give them some clout. It would, like, you know, mean that what they did reach people. But also, if all we have is, like, a kick-ass portfolio, yeah, to see what we're not going to so. um, <laughs> just can't help um, it. Like, if all we have is a kick-ass portfolio, like, that's also not. Right. because at the end of the day we are students um, and our sound designers are studying music technology yeah. and our actors are studying drama and our writers are dramatic writing majors and so that's for us the type of thing where you know the podcast has a point uh, but it's also kind of just to learn how to do it yeah. you know? but that could
0: be the point I mean I think I think it was in the New York Times there was an article about all these people who like started podcasts and were just like we're gonna get massive sponsorships and, like that's not happening right it doesn't happen so it's kind of like what like any other project right like what's the goal and the goal could be just like oh I don't see my friends I want to see them once a week and that would be like enough I mean I don't think I think it's interesting as we're talking here and like as students kind of going into this next wave of people creating podcasts like I think there's going to be a lot more purpose different kind, types of purpose for it than just, like, I want to get Blue Apron to sponsor my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is what some people... Yeah, yeah, some people are yeah. to
4: we do. Had a, we had a recurring joke for, like the first couple episodes, um, that... Oh, well, you would have want to make. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, uh, I'm a big fan of candy. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Like, <laughs> like, he, like, just like, yeah, like eating Just, candy. like, oh, yeah, eating candy. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I would always, like, have candy with me, like, during the recordings. And so, like we made kind of a running joke that like, whatever candy I happened to have on me that day was like, our sponsor for the day. So I'd be like, oh yeah. sponsored by a Trolley Sour Bright Eggs today. But yeah. um, But then like, yeah. But then in like the same episode, we would be like, Capitalism is bad, <laughs> so like, oh, but like, you know, not like, not you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's how you get a sponsor, you just like talk about them all the time. Yeah. They hear you, and they're
0: like, oh, well, they're talking I mean, about us anyway. Maybe if Trolley is play. listening to <laughs> this, <Yeah>. I want <laughs> Trolley yeah. to sponsor, yeah. are you kidding?
3: Trolley yeah, can sponsor oh, us <laughs> all. There's enough worms back. to go around.
0: <laughs> well, it's crazy, but we're running out of time, so before we wrap, I want to go around one more time. I want to hear what your favorite podcasts are. I think it's really interesting to hear what people are listening to. And then, this is not a must. This is an optional. But if you have one more piece of advice that you wish someone had told you when you were starting your podcast, like, what you would like to share with our audience. Um, So we'll go around one more time. So favorite podcast, and if you want to, what is your piece of podcasting advice? So, of
1: course, I have to say some radio drama. Um, Homecoming... Welcome to Night Vale, always amazing. Um, those are probably my top two uh, fiction podcasts. Radio Lab, also very cool. I loved The Heart when I listened to it. Um, it's, you should listen to it, it's really incredible. Um, but yeah, just for advice, um, in terms of advice, I wish someone had told me that when you listen to the final product, you're going to get goosebumps. Um, so it's worth it, you know? Keep going. I mean, I go back now and I listen to all my episodes. Like, just because I love it. You know, because I love them. And because I remember sitting in the room with the script before it was even a thing. And I remember feeling like it was never going to be a thing because we had to do scheduling, we had to do edits, we had to do post production, and then listening to it and thinking back to that moment is like so, so worth it. So, my advice is do it. Like, just do it. Just do it. It'll be be so worth it. Um,
2: My favorite podcast, I have. I have um, The Blurred Girl, which she kind of like opened up this whole new world to me. She's, Blurred means black nerd, um, but she's like very into like, I guess, geek journalism um, and like has done quite a bit in the field where she'll go to like press conferences for like these major movies, interview these people, um, like actors or like artists or writers. um, And if she doesn't, if whatever production company she's working with doesn't necessarily use the content, she'll like upload onto her podcast. So she'll have like these awesome interviews with like these great people and it's awesome and then another one's radical geeks where they kind of go like just give their opinions on all these things that are coming out so like movies like marvel phase four and like comic books and stuff like that and like i just i'm, I'm a nerd for that <laughs> so like i just love it and then another one is conversations on dance um, these two uh former ballet dancers professional ballet dancers kind of just um interview dancers who are currently in the field and just ask them about their experiences and like what do they do on a day-to-day And I guess my advice for someone starting a podcast, just don't be scared. Like I I feel like for me, I was so scared about like what people were going to think. And I was like, no, I could never do this. Like who's going to care? And then like, when my aunt was like, no, you're doing it. (laughs) And I was like, I love (laughs) 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 great. Honestly, um, but I was just like, so scared about what people were going to think. But I think once I started and like, just put it out there and just hearing great feedback from people. And like when I had like just recording and seeing how much fun that I had, just like talking and like being able to rant for for like a while without like feeling like I was boring somebody was also great. So if you have a passion for it, just go for it. Like don't worry about what people are gonna think because if you like it, chances are there's someone out there who also likes it.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen to how many nerd podcasts you listen to. Come on, <laughs> yeah. plenty of audience oh, <laughs> for all of these podcasts for sure. Uh,
4: yeah, I don't listen to podcasts as often anymore for some reason, um, but I think. One that I have kind of gone back to a few times is called Off Camera of uh, Sam Jones, um, where he's like this photographer um, who's like shot like so many like celebrities, so then kind of, the brings him on, um, and like I love it because I feel like he's like, he's mastered like natural conversation, um, and he like takes deep dives into so many of these like stars, like like lives, how they got into the industry and like everything, but it doesn't feel like a like a fluff like promoting you interview. It actually feels like an intimate conversation. With, like whoever like Robert Downey Jr. You know, conference to just be like, uh, like Robert Like it, it kind of like it resembles the type of podcast that, like um I think we're making at least. Just like it's just like a natural engaging conversation. But there's also a lot of depth to what we're talking about. Um, and in terms of advice, I mean, me personally, it's kind of echoing. Um was just like don't be afraid and don't stop um and also like just keep having fun with it i guess is another thing um because like i think like part of uh maybe some hesitation of like starting to be a was also like it getting bigger beyond like what it is sometimes and i do think like like what we're doing has to like, pretend to be big so just, but at the end of the day i don't want to forget like why we started it or why we're talking to these people um and uh, it's also like never count like who might be listening to it. Cause I remember like two weeks ago, like I ran into this person who I haven't talked to in a year. I had classes with him like literally a year ago. and just like didn't like text afterwards. Um, and then when we were like catching up, he just mentioned like, oh, by the way, don't stop doing your podcast. I love it. Um, which was like just the most random bizarre thing for someone I haven't seen in, like a
3: year. Um, and it was amazing to hear that. Um, but. Uh, my podcast is very. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's these two YouTubers, and uh, the podcast is called Tiny Meat Gang. Uh, Wait, I'm
5: all tiny, gang.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love yeah. Tiny Meat Gang. Yeah. it Tiny
5: Meat Gang or uh,
2: Mean Gang? Meat. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
5: F- <And>, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like what it means, but they're two YouTubers, and it's just like two buddies, like talking about kind of like stuff like in YouTube and just like having conversations. Uh, they're super funny, and like I, I love like. Their dynamic with each other. Um, I'm also like, a huge, like, gamer, so, like, I listen to, like, a few gaming podcasts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, League of Legends is, like, one of the main games I follow, so there's, like, two different ones. One for, like, the North American and then one for, like, the European scene, so, like, I kind of check them out, like, period.
0: I love that. I love multiple podcasts for one game. This is like, like every yeah. This <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You can talk about anything. People will listen. Any advice? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I gave it optional. That's
3: true. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just kinda like mirror what Guru was saying towards the end, but like find something that like you can continue to have fun with. Like mm-hmm. try to find people who you like get along with here kinda share some of your same passions and like just do something you're passionate about doing, like even if no one else was listening, like would you still want to do this thing? And I think if your answer is yes, then you should probably go for it. Yeah,
0: I love it. Favorite oh, podcast? Me? <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> um
6: My favorite podcast right now is Small Doses with Amanda Seals. I'm obsessed with her, she's an actress. She's also a DJ, she's a painter, she's a comedian, she's She's basically a genius and Jonah made me
5: listen to it or she told me to listen to it and (laughs) it changed my
6: life. (laughs) Yeah. So the the way she structures her episodes is side effects of like insecurity or anxiety or the last one she just did was fatherhood and money and so she talks about like these different she also did Fuck Boys one time. (laughs) Such a good episode.
5: She's Um, so good. Yeah. She's
6: She's just really smart and I um like listening to her and I feel like I learn a lot about the world from her. And then the other one that I like is my favorite murder. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's like everyone really likes my yeah, favorite Yeah, but no murder. one talks
0: about murder podcasts. That's another oh, it's so huge
6: podcast.
5: True crime yeah. podcast? Oh my like, <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, that's I, a thing. And the, the fact, fact that it's people are doing podcasts I'm about it now, it's crazy. I love it. Yeah,
6: it's <laughs> interesting because they like frame theirs as a comedy yeah. true crime podcast. <laughs> but it's like they're not they're not being disrespectful, they're not making fun of the people who were being murdered. Their way, (laughs) I'm like (laughs) (laughs) really offended because you hear like Like a comedy murder. podcast. podcast. exactly. Yeah, but I feel like their way of like dealing with what the realities of murder is is through comedy and like dealing with these really, really like bad things through comedy. And so they just like they both pick a murder and they like come together and they sit down and they talk about their favorite murder. Um, And then my advice. I think it would be to be patient, because I remember when like, even now, when like making it, I'm like, I want to accomplish this, I want this to happen, I want it to be this way, and it's just like calming down, and like living in the moment, being like, this is what I'm working on now, like this episode's good, and then like Mm -hmm. the next episode I'll focus on that, Um, and also just like thinking about your intentions, like what you're trying to say, and like why you're doing it, really, feeds me now and makes me like calm down and realize that it's going to be okay and this podcast is going to be like the best thing ever. Like I'm just sharing my stories and hopefully like someone will resonate with that.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay.
5: Um, <laughs> I feel the pressure of being lost. you <laughs> decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go last though. So, um, so favorite podcast apart from those, one that I would add on is this one called Think and Thin. Um, and it's about being a young adult in New York and, like, navigating life and growing up and being a woman and, like, boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's very enjoyable.
5: <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I would say those plus the ones Jordan said, those are also ones that I do to quite a bit. And then my advice would be um, that it's okay to be personal on your mm-hmm. podcast. I feel like one thing that I struggle with a lot is sometimes I say things on it and I'm like, I don't want people to know that um, or like i'm scared of what people are going to think of me if they know that and in the end it is like we are creating a community of people that share the same stories or like relate to something in some way whether it's gaming or being a woman of color or a radio drama or your passion whatever um, everyone can relate to it in some way especially the people that listen to you and that becomes your community so you should never feel afraid to say what you want to say whether it's personal or not yeah, going off of what Anuka said when we started
6: it, we were like, we both told each other that we have to be upfront and honest and like very personal about what we say because that's the only way that it's going to be Yeah, perfect, it's right?
5: going to be like real and people will <laughs> actually like see, well, not see, but hear um, <laughs> <laughs> our like genuine story. And that I think, I think that's, that's what people really enjoy it. about podcasts mm-hmm. because everyone's putting I mean, up something, something that they feel really
0: passionate about all well, very personally. personally. Yeah, it is interesting. Like as you're saying that, when you think about that medium, if you versus maybe reading, like obviously a magazine interview, because it's not you know, it's not as transparent. I think you hear, for example, celebrities like you hear the most raw details of their lives on podcasts. I think so. It's kind of for everyone is using that medium as a place to be honest, and then I think it feels a little inauthentic, right? If you're not. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's great advice. Um, My takeaway from this panel is start a podcast. It's easy. Do it. Do It it (laughs) could not be easy, but it's
1: worth it. It could be easy, (laughs) and it could not be easy,
0: easy. but it's worth it. It's so true. Um, I want to thank you guys for your time. I want to thank NYU. Um, I had so much fun, and I learned a lot from you all, and I'm sure our listeners did as well. So thank you to you all as well for coming. Um, And everyone should obviously... Listen to your podcast. We will link to everyone's podcast um, when the episode goes live. And um, and tag you all on social media. So get those social media. Yeah, get <laughs> it But thank you. So our podcast is Coffee Break with New York Wiki. And um, thank you all so much. Wow. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Coffee Break with New York Wiki. I'm your host, Julie Hochheiser-Ilkovich. Thank you to the amazing team that works on this podcast, Chelsea Orcutt, Elizabeth Roberts, Chrisanne Grize, Mandy Carr, and Alex Feder, who wrote our original theme music. And thank you to the team at New York Wiki who supports us, including, but not limited to, everyone at Kellen, Deidre Wyeth, and June Price, who designed the show's logo and does all of our graphics. For more information about Coffee Break with New York Wiki, go to nywici.org slash podcast. That's nywiki.org slash
2: podcast. Thanks for listening.